and welcome to Ready Gamer One, a podcast for video game and nerd culture. I'm your host, Ben Cornette. On today's episode, we're going to cover some Nintendo news regarding Project Robot, the new 2DS handheld system, and a little more information on the SNES Classic. All before we jump into our main topic on Cuphead for the Xbox and Microsoft Windows. Our intro music comes from Cuphead, which is composed by Chris Madigan. Outro music is from Bulby. Joining me again this week is Brandon Loera. Brandon, how are you, thou loggerheaded, dismal dreaming flirt gill? Why, thou globe of sinful consonants, what a life thou dost lead, Oh, ben. there it is. There it is. <laughs> sinful consonants. I love yeah, that. I love that generator, man. So uh, we, we uh, have utilized the Shakespeare insult generator per last week's discussions. <laughs> and what what was uh, your Mine from? was actually, uh, it was just a random generated, uh, it took like from six different columns and combined one sentence. Oh, really? Yeah, so it'll actually pull uh, real insults from real Shakespeare plays, but it also will combine uh, insults together. It's really awesome. It. Well, I must be on a different one. It told me uh, that it was taken from Henry Four Part Two, and it was just that one line. Yeah, yeah. That's what the generator will do too. It'll it'll pull. Oh, real okay, ones. cool. It's pretty good. I am a big fan of Henry Four Part One and Part Two, so that's awesome. <laughs> anyway, uh, so. That was that was a little fun little ditty. Uh, let's dive into some Nintendo news and stuff like that. Best Buy has finally canceled pre-orders five months after Nintendo canceled Project Robot for the Wii U. <laughs> uh, apparently, Best Buy was thinking if they kept pre-orders going, Nintendo would feel obligated to reverse the decision. Uh, good try, good try. Yeah, I mean, uh, A for effort. Buy. Best Buy's on our side, obviously, um, with us Nintendo gamers. Best Buy has not learned how to estimate Nintendo properly. Once things are gone, they are gone. It is gone like scale bound. Yeah. You know, this is kind of a bummer, though, because this game was uh, heavily toted around the time that Star Fox got announced for the Wii U. And this was another title from uh, Miyamoto. Uh, and it looked like uh, you would utilize the gamepad a lot to create paths and whatnot for this uh, character, the robot, to go through. And I think it was kind of like a, meant to be like a bomb diffuser kind of a game, but it's sad. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. I mean, I heard about Project Robot, but I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, and I mean, there's been no no further continuation discussion or anything like that on uh, if it's going to make its way to the Switch or not. Kind of sad to see a game get shelved, but it is what it is. Luckily, I don't think people are as mad about this um, or were mad about this than as they were about Scalebound. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, good point. I don't I don't feel like there's been much backlash uh, as far as when Nintendo did that. I don't know. I, I, I didn't hear anything about it, so I guess everyone was okay. They're like, oh, well, you know. Um, that was before the Switch came out, So, but it was right. It was, it was it was pretty close to when it was coming out. And I guess at that point, they were like, all right, well, Wii U's kind of dead, so yeah. I understand. Yeah, they had kind of reached the uh, the end of the life for the Wii U at that point. Yeah, I, I, I could care less if they... I, could, I couldn't care less or could care less? Judges say both. Judges <laughs> say both? <laughs> yeah, they say both will play today. That's... Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that is a... What you got? Uh, I, gin, really, is what I was drinking right there. Sorry. <clears throat> gin? You have gin. Yes. Uh, <laughs> this episode brought to you by Tankerade. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that, that's a little bit of a bummer. 
Uh, the other thing that's going on in the news this week is the new 2DS handheld system. I don't think it actually released, but I think people are getting some hands-on demo copies. And it's getting some pretty good reviews. I'm not going to say they're all glowing. The device, just for those of you who have not heard about this, is that basically the device is no longer the uh, the chunky, big 2DS like what we're used to. It now actually mimics the folding capabilities of the new 3DS XL. And the only thing it doesn't really have compared to that is the 3DS capabilities on the screen. Of yeah. course. It's also got a little bit of a smaller size. Uh, it fits a little bit, it supposedly fits a little bit more comfortably in your pocket. I don't have one, so I don't know that to be true. Well, that ju- just to reiterate, if people don't remember, it's coming out on July 28th. Okay, so those are those are advanced copies people are getting to review then. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it's 150 so not not a bad price. I don't yeah, think. you know, it is, it's a very affordable system. I mean, that's really the selling point for it, too, is that, number one, it's, it's basically the new 3DS minus the 3DS, but it's smaller. The battery life is a little less than what is on the 3DS XL, but it does have the built-in uh, Amiibo support right there on the on the top screen. So mm-hmm. that's, that's nice. You don't actually have to have that little uh, plug-in that was made for the other 3DS devices. Oh, thank God, yeah. That was very cumbersome. And I know a lot of people, I mean, when this got uh, announced a couple of months ago, a lot of people started talking about the fact, well, why would they release a new handheld system when their new main console is a handheld system? Well, they, I mean, they said that they were going to hold out support for it because they think that they're two very different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, one's a hybrid and then one's a strictly uh, portable console. But I don't know. I think for now it's working. But it later on down the line, our thoughts may change and be like, okay, well, turns out that this is kind of too close to the same. So when's our next portable console or if you will do yeah, it Yeah, that's all. a good point. I mean, they, they have heavily talked about the fact that they have support for the 2DS, 3DS systems uh, rolling through about 2018, 2019. I mean, let's not forget, we, we're getting a brand new Metroid game on the 3DS, 2DS systems. Uh, and it'll be, I mean, essentially it is a remake, sure, but it is still a brand new Metroid game. So we're excited about that. I don't think that they would, you know, put that game as the last game of of the 2DS, 3DS life? No, that'll uh, be Project like... Robot for the 2DS. <laughs> <laughs> Is that still on for the for the 3DS? No, it was never announced for the 2DS oh, or 3DS. okay. But it just <laughs> that'll be where it sideways too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, other news, the SNES Classic still has yet to go up for pre-order, and I'm sure everybody's waiting for that. I got my that. trigger finger ready, man. I know, I know you too. <laughs> Get buying two just in case. Uh, oh, websites six. like six, Jesus. Oh, Ben's the scalper, everybody. Go oh, and get him. Do you want one? Uh, actually, nobody touch Ben. I want one. There you go. Uh, websites <laughs> like Amazon, GameStop, and Best Buy all have dedicated pages for the mini console, but they don't have pre orders available for some reason. So this one coincides with a rumor that Nintendo is supposedly tripling the production of the SNES Classic uh, to meet the failed demand for the NES Classic. I don't have my hopes up, but I guess we'll have to wait. I think see. tripling is a little friendly. I like, would, I would accept on. doubling. <laughs> I wouldn't even accept doubling. I would accept 10 extra yeah. consoles. <laughs> yeah, I I think, though... And the reason that rumor seems so appealing is because of Star Fox 2 actually being on that console. I think because they they know a generation that missed out on playing that on the SNES. 
is going to really want to get their hands on it. So I really think they're not going to kind of screw the pooch again like they did before. Mm. But it is Nintendo. <laughs> you know what? It is Nintendo. I, I'm. We've talked about it multiple times on this podcast that they do not learn their lesson. I mean, it was in the, the Switch demand, you know, at first. There was nothing to be had. You couldn't buy them at all in, in, in certain states. I mean, luckily, I didn't have a problem, and I, I don't think that you had a problem either. No, I got two of them. Yeah, but, I mean, there was a shortage somewhere. Along with that, the NES Classic, I don't know if the Wii U had a problem. But there was something else. It, like, all coincided together at, like, the same time, and it made no sense. Oh, well, also Amiibo support is, is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, like, certain Amiibo you just can't get anymore. It doesn't matter how hard you try. Unless you're willing to shell out, like, 60 or $70 or some jerk Lord. on eBay. So, so the difference between myself and a scalper, just by the way, is since I know that I own a website that is rooted firmly in <laughs> Nintendo lore... I usually will buy a couple extra things. Yeah, dude. And it's the sole intention is not for scalping. It is for giving away. And that's what we're doing. I mean, that's why I have a second Switch. Now, the truth behind the second Switch is that my brother was going to buy it. He never did. And now he knows that it's off the market. I've basically kept it myself and saying, nope, it's going away. It's being used as a giveaway. So there we go. Mr. Dr. St. Ben over here. Well, thank you. The doc is in. We appreciate your efforts. Good, sir. Um, but that, I mean, that also brings up a good point. Uh, I was thinking of, um, the, to the people who haven't been able to play these games before. I mean, you're thinking of all the, the newer kids who are just like, you know, I don't know, 12 years old. They, they, I mean, they don't know about any of this stuff. I, I w if they're 12 years old, they wouldn't know about the N64, like, just the N64, yeah, that'd, right? That'd be like in or, their infancy. Or, or maybe even the GameCube. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, that is a good point. Like if you were to, like if, if you have kids or something like that and you want them to go back and, cause, cause that's what I want to do. If I ever had kids, I want to go back and have them start at the beginning and not have them be spoiled by these new generation mm -hmm. graphically enhanced games that don't. Sure. It teaches them to appreciate the art of it. Yeah. I mean, they kind of, I feel like. A quote unquote, they kind of have to evolve with the gaming industry and figure out mm -hmm. what happened before that. And with, you know, some, some more processing power and a little bit of smoothed uh, edges um, to help with that, uh, to make it easier to see, I guess. Um, but that that's a good idea. Like just taking some and making sure that your kids play it if they want to be, if they want to game in the first place. Um, that's an, that's an awesome idea. Cause that's what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I mean, even, even bridging that gap is, is the fact that modern video games, uh, are starting to look and feel a lot more like cinematic experiences, which kind of segues us into what we're going to talk about for the main course of the podcast today. And that's Cuphead. Uh, Cuphead is drawn in the vein of 1930s cartoons and I'm having a hard time while watching these videos that people have of uh, early early release copies and, and press release copies of this game really seeing the difference in a video game versus watching a cartoon. The last time I had that problem was with South Park, uh, the stick of truth, because that looked like a real episode of South Park. Mm, OK, I never played that. Oh, we got it. You got to get ready for the sequel. And uh, you know how I love dropping the name for that game. Go ahead. <laughs> South Park, the fractured butthole. The fractured butthole. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
So, so clever. Just the, the amount of sophistication in that title alone. But uh, yeah, so Cuphead actually will not be making its way onto any other console, which is a little bit of a bummer because after watching as, as much as I have on this game, it is very, I, I could see it running very smoothly on the Switch. Um, no hiccups, no problems at all. Oh, sure. But it is a Microsoft Windows and Xbox release only. Uh, so that's kind of a bummer for you because you are a Mac person and you have a PS4. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I did look at the trailer that you sent me the like 12 minute trailer. Um, oh yeah. That 11 minute, uh, let's play our 11 minute gameplay video. Yeah. I, I kind of, uh, skimmed through it and, um, I saw a few boss fights. I saw a lot of the, the gameplay and the fighting and, and how like once you clear the stages, it's kind of like, um, uh, super Mario 3d world where you can, it has the map of, of just super Mario three, you know, um, mm-hmm on the SNES or whatever. And, but like you can walk around freely. You don't have to go on a set path, which I mean, that's, yeah. that's kind of cool. So when I was watching it, 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 when you sent that to me, I was like, man, this game, shut up. This is, this is not going to be a good seller. I don't know why people are going crazy about this. And, um, I mean, it's like, I told you, it's basically like just a, a drive in movie mixed in with Contra like and I that's what the game is I love Contra and well here's the thing yeah do we Mm -hmm. know if it's like multiplayer yeah it is it is two player uh so when you connect the second controller uh you get to play as Mugman which is uh Cuphead's friend (laughs) his his cousin from jail Mugman hey Cuphead how's it going yeah what what (laughs) are we doing today Man, that that kind of sounds a little bit like uh, like it, you know, like uh, Pennywise. Oh God! Hey, Georgie, how you doing, boy? It's been a long time since I've seen that, and that movie made me scared of clowns, as it did almost everybody else in the world. You know, I actually that didn't bother me so much as like uh, Hitchcock's The Birds. I don't like birds. Oh, see, I I think I only saw like a scene of that just because I had to, like in school or something, because Hitchcock is Hitchcock. Um, yeah. But I know my my parents were like, "Bro, that is the scariest movie." And I was like, "I don't, I don't know about that." Did your parents really call you, bro? Yeah, they call me bro. Yeah, they're uh, okay. they're surfers from California. JK, right. no, they're not. Hang ten, dudes. Uh, they're actually. My mom grew up like on a ranch, so she's the opposite well, of that. Well, so dude would have been an appropriate term. Dude, bro. Yeah, Dude, bro. Uh, so no, a little bit more about Cuphead though is that uh, the <laughs> game is releasing uh, in September of 2017. I couldn't find a concrete release date, but it is September 2017, and it is unfortunately just for Xbox and uh, Microsoft Windows. It is an indie video game by Chad and Jared Moldenhauer. Uh, they are Canadian, and that was important enough for Wikipedia to tell me that. So <laughs> apparently, Canadians can make video games now. <laughs> Nice. Congrats. I mean, so, but but that explains a lot, right? Because, like, Canada's stuck in this time loop, so they're making a video game that's set in the 30s. <laughs> Why are they stuck in a time loop? I don't know. I don't have the heart to tell them about what's going to happen to Kurt Cobain. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, the art style, it really reminds me of old school Disney. Specifically, old school Disney. Not, I, I mean, I can see a little bit of like the old Looney Tunes and Merry Melodies in there, but I really see a lot of old Disney. I mean, if the kids who 
are under oh geez i like look under 15 under 16 maybe 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 that's maybe that's a little bit too high maybe 14 just like they don't know what drive-ins are you know what i'm saying like and all of them are being shut down Mm -hmm. they they won't know the type of style because because that's like the last dying thing that kind of resembles old disney you know what i'm saying because Mm -hmm. they're 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 not going to watch that and there's no there's no easily accessible thing that lets them watch all of that because they're like where can I watch that on my blue Blu-ray player on my PS4 on my whatever and you they you can't do that so I mean there's no other way to give a comparison to this to the style of this and I like that it has screen imperfections too right like it's got like little lines that kind of come up and little like you know little uh, oh yeah yeah you know just imperfections as if it were being run on a film. It looks really, really cool. And, of course, the music for the game is also very appropriate to that time. Oh, for sure. Sounds a little little bit of that uh, vaudeville ragtime kind of music that was played all the time in those theaters. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, you, you're, you're making me think of one of the... You want to hear the most sad, depressing story about a movie theater uh, drive-in? What? <clears throat> to my knowledge. Now, my parents and my siblings will tell you otherwise because they can recount the times that I have been to one. But I have never in my adult life known to have been to a drive-in movie theater, which is sad to me. And I'm, I'm fighting back tears right now. I can I can hear it. Yeah, yeah. But why? So why though? <laughs> uh, so actually, so we, we we had a drive-in theater in our in our hometown here in Monroe, uh, and it uh, they took the drive-in part away, and then they made it into. I think it was like a triplex. I think they had three theaters inside. And I remember going there a lot when I was a kid. And I thought that was the coolest thing about that theater was that the curtain actually still raised up before a movie. Mm. And I loved that. I mean, to me, that is one thing that is missing in the modern movie theater experience anymore. It's just that the curtain going up, right? Oh, my God. I totally forgot that that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It. I mean, it adds like some spectacle to it you know like oh it does oh oh my goodness get ready like here's the here's the movie you paid so much for um yeah hope that 20 dollar bucket of popcorn was good oh uh you you know it was because 19 of those dollars were just strictly butter (laughs) do you go to the theater where paula dean is serving (laughs) y'all i got some butter in this popcorn here I have you, no idea what accent what that was. That wasn't Southern was at that? all. Oh. I think that was like a Southern Boston person. <laughs> all right. You are excommunicated from Ready Gamer 1. Oh, Ooh, my God. That's going to be hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, back to uh, Cuphead. Uh, it's a, uh, like what you said earlier. It is a, uh, it's a run and gun game. So it's, a, it's very much Contra. But it also does have a little bit of an RPG appeal to it when you're on the world map. You can stop and uh, there's a couple of different stores and different things where you can get items and whatnot uh, to help your character kind of level up along the way. Oh, that's true. He had like uh, he went to like the the bear, was it? And uh, just kind of looked. Yeah, it was through. like in a little stagecoach. Mm, yeah, it kind of reminded me of uh, uh, whenever Ocarina of Time and uh, when Link goes to that little shop whenever in the Kokiri Forest. Oh yeah, and it just you know, it's that whole shopping aspect of it in there is is just like do 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 do, and you can just like glaze over the items, and it has like descriptions and things. 
more sound effects to add at the end of the episode. It Thank was kind of nostalgic. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's like, <laughs> I just gave you gold. Yeah, just like the do 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 do. Yeah, I'm sure that's it's, a it's, great it's still sound a mine. I can I can pull that too. Oh my God. I'm but you know learn that you're gonna hate me. <sighs> yeah, let's compile all the crap that we've said and put it at the end. Uh, yeah, no, I just have good. your voice saying so much stuff that I can like now I can call people that you have and after I hack your phone be like <laughs> My diabolical plan has been revealed. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> to slowly kill me on the inside by listening to my own sounds. But you know what? I think you've kind of maybe <laughs> pulled me into this cup cup cuphead game. But Yeah. The thing it's not is, enough for you to buy a system though. No, of course not, of course not. Probably install um, a VM on your computer. That's a different story, though. What's that? You could install a virtual machine on your computer, though, and just put Windows on it. On my Mac? Yeah, you can do that. That sounds complicated. I don't want to do that. You're talking to someone that does that as part of their profession, by the way. Oh, okay. Well, come over here, and then well, if you can do it, you can do it. Caller, we'll take that one off the air. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about the thing about this... What's so weird to me is that Xbox is like, here's our amazing AAA exclusive game, but it's not. It's it's a little it's, indie game. it's a little indie game. Yeah. But I feel like they have to 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 uh, you know glam this up and sell it as their main interest, uh, the main seller, because I mean. When's the last yeah. time they've had an exclusive? Yeah, I mean, because Halo 20 isn't coming out for like three more years, so. Mm. Is that what <laughs> one we're on? I can't remember how many Halo games there are now. Uh, five and a half. Oh, okay. Well. Or 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 ODST 2. Mm. Okay. Oh, God. Wouldn't that be an upset? <laughs> that was a very different game. We've heard you guys. We heard what you wanted. <laughs> here's here's ODS two. Here's Crap. Kingdom Hearts two point five one three. Why didn't we talk? Well, because I had the script put together. We, we could should, talk we about talk that. About, we should. So yeah, so D twenty three is going on this weekend, and there's been a lot of cool news coming out about uh, the Avengers Infinity War and everything else going on, but. Some really big news that I know you're excited about because you're a big Kingdom Hearts fan. I, I, I wasn't. I'm not opposed to the game. I just never really got into them super hardcore. I, I had a roommate in college that loved them though, and I, uh, I actually meant to send him a message. I forgot to do it. Make sure he saw it. But this new Kingdom Hearts looks like uh, we're getting Toy Story characters. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw that gameplay too, and of course it was all Japanese. Well, was it Japanese? Oh boy, I hope I didn't say that wrong. Uh. Some language. Yeah, I our didn't listeners understand. over there are going to be really offended. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, I just showed my my ignorance, though. Oh, I do that all the time. It's fine. It was it it was really cool, and it, it was looking real visually impressive for sure. Like, yeah, uh, they were talking to to Woody and Buzz, and well, Sora and Donald and Goofy, and uh, they were all looking great, and they were in the style of Toy Story. So they, you know, they look like little. Um, toys, puppets type th- mm-hmm. things. And um, whenever they were done talking, uh, you know, it kind of segues into, well, guy with a black hood and some heartless people. And they're like, oh, you know who the heartless are. And then they're like, oh, well, speak of the devil. Here's some right now. 
and like the camera pans and like there's no there's no like segue into battle or anything it just it's just a smooth transition there's no like graphic change or anything it just swings Mm -hmm. the camera there they are and okay go now fight and it's the same everything's the same and it it was so smooth i was really impressed by that um that was my big takeaway from the video yeah i mean it it looks awesome uh i mean personally i was wanting to see a little bit more come out from you know star wars and from the marvel universe uh, you know, make its way online with leakers and whatnot. But you know, Disney Disney is uh really good about getting that stuff taken down real quick. Yeah, they are. But I mean, it will be in there I, since this is here. Just it's it's easy to bet that the other stuff will too. Yeah. Um. Still no release date though. So <laughs> screw <Yeah>. us. <laughs> Jeez. Man. Yeah. Right. I mean, look at this thing that still doesn't have a release date. This might not ever happen, but this is what it's going to look like. It looks, it looks like it's ready to go. Honestly, I mean, maybe that does. It does look like a finished product. It really does. I don't, I don't know what they're waiting on. I don't understand. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> honestly. Okay, so this is on record. I think that it is going to release next Christmas. So you're saying holiday 2018? Yeah, I can see that. That's a popular time to release a video game if you're Disney. Like I don't even I'm I'm not even holding out hope. I don't care. Like this game has been on so long, longer than I longer I feel than Final Fantasy 15. So I'm just out of waiting. And um <laughs> I mean, I was big into Kingdom Hearts like back in the day, but now I feel like it's just kind of sputtered out. I feel like it's kind of like Sonic, not as bad, but I kind of feel like it's going in that direction for me. Uh, mm-hmm. For me personally, like not as a, a franchise, because they're doing great, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I didn't buy the two point eight. I didn't buy that. Uh, the one that I, came I out. I mean, when you said uh, for Christmas twenty eighteen, I mean, all, all I've been sitting here thinking about is, well, how could they tie that in for more marketing? And I'm trying to think of like what's releasing in twenty eighteen. And I know that Star Wars comes out this year at Christmas of twenty seventeen. Is is that when the Han Solo movie's coming out? Is in twenty eighteen and around the same time? Is it the next year right after that? Yeah, so every, well, so when, when Disney bought Lucasfilm, it was a new Star Wars film every year. It was going to go Episode 7, Rogue One, Episode 8, Han Solo, Episode 9, and then it was going to be, I don't know what they decided on, if it was going to be Boba Fett or whoever, but the next Solo movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, then... I mean, it'd work alongside the, the movie that would that would come out. Yeah, be interesting to see how they they shape that. I mean, what do you think? What do you think? That's a a good estimation. Or? I, I mean, if I'm looking at what I saw in that video, I might push it earlier. I would say maybe actually spring of 2018, because nah. that really looks final. It does. That looks too good to just be a, a a demo trailer to switch from cinematic to video game play mode. That seamlessly looked too good to be. Are, are too far along to be just drawn together and give everyone a false hope. Yeah, but you know you got to you got to give them a couple, at, at least a couple months for uh, for delays and stuff. Sure, because I mean so, I, it will happen. 
Oh yeah, no, and I I think you're pretty spot on with with the Christmas 2018. But I'm thinking in a realistic sense of a world. Sure, uh, sure. Know, spring spring is a, a very good time for them to release a game too. All right. Well, I guess we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully, we get some news on that soon. I'm, I'm, I feel like we yeah. will. Yeah, especially after that big you know trailer drop right there. I mean, there's going to be a lot of questions that are going to need a lot of answers, and so probably in the coming weeks we'll have a little bit more detail. Ugh, let's hope so. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap this episode up. Next week is a huge week for us here at Ready Gamer 1. It's going to be our 20th episode. We'll probably squeeze in just a few more before taking a small break and coming back for season two. That's what she said. Ooh, nice. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of two, Splatoon 2 drops on Friday next week, so go get get ready to get... Man, I love you. (laughs) Go get ready to get inked. (laughs) I can't let you get Um, this. Uh, be sure to follow us and the Hyrule Herald over the next few weeks. That Nintendo Switch will be up for grabs sooner than you realize. Uh, I have made some very last-minute deals. Um, I'm trying to work with my staff now to see who's willing to do fun things. And after that, we will put it up. Really? I leave you that and you don't give me a that's what she said? <laughs> no, that's not a good one. That's too easy. That's what she said. Thank you to our friends, mostly Rob at GameLust, for providing our, our news content. Be sure to check them out, www.gamelust.com. Until next time, I'm Ben Cornett. He's Brandon Loera, and we're Ready Gamer 1. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care of each other out there. Adios. Pimp, 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 pimp